Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom of Friends podcast. Thank Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. This is a podcast where you get to learn more about your friends and community, their wisdom, their trials and tribulations, timeless insights and their secrets. Now, let's get into the show. Please welcome your host, Cal Aras. Hello, uh, folks. Uh, welcome to Season 4 of Wisdom of Friends, and I'm your host, Cal Aras. In this season, we are deconstructing the art of public speaking from some of the world-class compelling speakers and effective leaders. You know, we focus on concepts like how to become appealing and effective by telling compelling stories that inspire and motivate, the path to influence through leadership and presence, and the nuts and bolts of public speaking. And in this episode, I'm really honored and delighted to be introducing you to Balraj Arunasalam, the international president of Toastmasters International. He is originally from Colombo, Western Province, Sri Lanka, and is also the chairman and the managing director of Gemtrans Engineering Company, a maker of industrial belts. He's active in his community and serves as the president of the Ayapan Temple Management Board and is also the vice president of the Arunadu Velar Society of Sri Lanka. He's also a member of both the local Chamber of Commerce and the Rotary Club. In 2011, Arunasalam helped establish an English course for the Rural Voices Unlimited, a project designed to educate the youth in Sri Lanka. The U.S. Embassy in Colombo recognized him for this ongoing work with youth. A dedicated Toastmasters for 27 years, Arunasalam is a member of two clubs, including the home club of Colombo Toastmasters, and he has held numerous offices through the international level. Currently, he's also, as a commitment to his constant learning and development process, he is pursuing a master's degree through the Australian Institute of Business Administration. Friends, in this episode, we talk about the philosophy of leadership, why leadership is about influence and service the importance of public speaking, and how to be an effective communicator by focusing on your message and knowing your audience. And finally, how to take the challenges of life and turning it into opportunities to help serve others. This is a fascinating conversation with a lot of golden nuggets to help you become a better leader, a better speaker, and a better Toastmaster. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. So without further ado, pull up a chair and listen in, and let's welcome the one and only Balraj Arunasalam. So good morning, uh, Mr. President. Uh, Welcome to uh, the Wisdom of Friends show. I'm really excited and honored that you took the time to be on this program. And let me start off with my first impressions of you. I first noticed your uh, presence and your speech at the Vancouver Toastmasters International Convention in 2017. And what stood out for me was just your sense of humor uh, when you were presenting the awards and uh, giving us uh, the speech for uh, the welcome speech to all the audience there. 
And I knew that it would be such a delight to have you on the show and share your vision for the organization with all our listeners. So I'm really, really uh, glad you took the time to be here and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you and nice to be here. So, uh, Mr. President, uh, I would like uh, to ask you uh, one simple question. That That's how we kick off all our interviews. Uh, and that is a simple but profound question. And that is, what's your favorite quote or philosophy that you live by? And how have you applied it to your life? Occasionally in life, there are those moments of unutterable fulfillment, which cannot be completely explained by those symbols called words. Their meaning can be only articulated by their by the inaudible language of the heart. One of my profound quotes from Martin Luther King's abstracts that uh, people can sometimes just get waylaid in their lives, but if they go back and reflect on their life and travel the journey of life, learning and growing, you will have some reflections that will move you and the audiences that you share your message with. That's so beautiful and very inspiring. And I think that's really uh, what is the mission of the Toastmasters organization is people come to this uh, organization to learn and grow and develop themselves in terms of their leadership and communication skills. And it's fascinating uh, to see people becoming so effective in their professional life and their personal life as a result of joining Toastmasters. And uh, that brings up my another question, uh, Mr. President, that what I'm curious about is uh, you are originally from Colombo, Western Province, Sri Lanka. And I'm curious that what did your parents do and how did that shape your life or what was growing up like for you? And could you describe your childhood? Yeah, um, growing up? In life, and especially as a young kid, uh, going to high school, and then my parents looking after me, we, I'm not uh, uh, blessed with the gift of the gap, and we were all victims of the mother tongue, mother tongue being instructional language of our medium of education. Uh, so, But I definitely went to a Christian missionary school, which gave me everything uh, that I am today because those were the fundamentals built on some values, ethical values that those institutions had at that time. And my parents' uh, contribution was to send me to the right school that they were not privileged to attend. And that was my parents. And I really recall my parents for doing that, because if they did not do that, and if I went to a school, probably they went to, I'm not sure whether, whether I would have made it in life. So mm -hmm. that, That's why... I want to send my children to a better places and give them that confidence because that's what my parents gave me. And I want more Toastmasters from around the world to do better than me. And that's my ambition because we must give better than what we get in life. That is such a beautiful message. And uh, I really uh, want to acknowledge you for something that you've done back in Sri Lanka. And that is you've helped, helped establish an English course uh, for Rural Voices Unlimited, a project designed to educate the youth in rural Sri Lanka. And the U.S. Embassy in Colombo recognized you for this ongoing work with the youth. So my next question to you is, how did this journey with Toastmasters International began for you? Uh, what compelled you to join Toastmasters? I wanted to be with a social group and a like-minded group 
as a young entrepreneur and I was hunting for clubs to join or organizations to join. I went into Rotary, I went into Lions, I went into Kiwanis, I went into Jaycees and ended up in Toastmasters because I saw some spe people speaking and being ridiculed by their own friends. That's called evaluations. And I thought I can just put up here and watch this fun and I did not join Toastmasters to speak or lead. <laughs> and I found a group that was interesting, but that's how I ended up in Toastmasters and found my place. That is so great. Now, what clubs are you part of back in Sri Lanka? What's your home club? The Colombo Toastmasters Club was the first club in South Asia that I am part of, and I have been a president of that club. I am also a member of the Ralph Toastmasters Club, Smedley Toastmasters Club, and Pinnacle Advanced Toastmasters Clubs. So the next question that comes up for me uh, is, uh, how has Toastmasters helped you in your leadership journey, in your professional and personal life? And the reason I'm asking is because you are also an accomplished professional outside of Toastmasters. You're a chairman and managing director of Gemtrans Engineering Company, a maker of industrial belts. So tell us about how has Toastmasters influenced you in your leadership abilities uh, in your professional career as well as your personal life? Chal, I'm, uh, I'm sure you will agree with me that Toastmasters has made me a leader and henceforth is the reason why I'm sitting with you as the international president. That is the journey that I have truly enjoyed and that's what Toastmasters has done to me and made me to be a leader of this great organization that we all love. How did it happen? Because of my mentors. Because of my, they, they had been a non-Toastmaster mentor who believed in me, who showed me the path to get outside your comfort zone. And uh, so that I had to get out of my comfort zone, that was getting out of my home club and formed the second Toastmasters club and the third Toastmasters club. And the journey just went on from there. And we went to partner with India and then there was four clubs in India and three clubs in Sri Lanka, which is today, to cut the story short, eight, close to 800 clubs in four districts. Wow. And all this, and not me alone, there have been 28 people who had been in this journey and in this compelling vision of expanding the message of Toastmasters, enhancing the network of clubs. That's my Toastmasters journey. I have learned from every individual that has come across my way in leadership and they have empowered me, enabled me and taught me the right skills and the right attitude. And I have thrown away some of those attitudes that I had before I joined Toastmasters because they're not meant to be practiced in uh, human concepts. And uh, to me as a professional, this has helped me retain my company staff to to highlight one point, I have not lost a staff member for any obvious reasons for the last nine years. And I attribute everything to Toastmasters for what it had taught me to work with people and not boss around with people. That is uh, beautiful. And I think what I'm hearing you and you're sharing is a couple of aspects of leadership, which is teamwork, collaboration and partnership. And then also the willingness to be able to adjust our attitudes and behaviors that are not being helping us be effective in our leadership skills. So that's really great. Uh, one of the questions that uh, that brings up is when you look back at your life up until now with Toastmasters or outside of Toastmasters, what would you say 
that was your breakthrough success moment in life. And what I mean by that is, you know, we have these strategic inflection points in our life. There are one or two moments that changes the trajectory of our life. Was there a turning point in your life when life was never the same again for you? Can you recall any moment like that? Oh, yes. I ran a business uh, which my father started in father started in 1949. So it's a very conventional business that I inherited from my family. But in 1995, those defining moments of my business life was that I wanted to do something different and get out of those conventional lines and wanted to be in, uh, use my brains to earn money. And also, not that I, my father did not use, but there was speculative trading that we did. But I went on to start an, starting an engineering company and leading with world conglomerates in their, in that business, in that, in those business lines. And I started a conveyor belt company and some engineering products. Uh, in 1995, those, that was a defining moment which I can remember in my life, which turned my course of direction professionally. And then the next defining moment, of course, in Toastmasters was after 12 years of my journey as a member and a club officer in my home club. I've been a club officer for 12 years. And then one of those moments that I can never forget is becoming the president of that club and learning the right skills and be able to expand the message of Toastmasters in that part of the world. That's so great and very inspiring. And uh, and and the, that brings up another question too. And so we've had so many guests on the show and one of the common themes that we have noticed is, you know, with life there's an ebb and flow. And we oftentimes encounter challenges and... Uh, some of those challenges can be devastating. Some of those challenges, people look at it as failures. But most of these people we've had on the guests who are leaders like you uh, and who are running organizations at the highest levels, they look at failures as a stepping stone uh, to even greater successes. They take those challenges and turn those into opportunities. So what were one or two biggest challenges in your life that you faced? And most importantly... How did you overcome it and what lessons did you learn from it that helped you navigate life going forward? In life, it's not always a bit of roses. We have had, as a company, our own share of problems. And there was a time in 1991 when our company had a downturn because of some wrong decisions made by some people who managed the company at that time from my family. But we were we were all together and face this problem but I was the pioneer driver of facing this and reconstructing the company and that's the time that I actually actively got engaged in Toastmasters because my reflections in life is that when you're down in life you tend to get distracted and join wrong companies and those associations make you still more frustrated than trying to come out of it and I always advise people, when you're down in life, join Toastmasters because Toastmasters will give you that positive learning environment in which you will foster greater self-confidence and personal growth because it is the self-confidence, self-esteem is that we have to hold on even in bad times in our lives. As much as 
going on to your spiritual beliefs is another form of action rather than getting into wrong associations associations and picking up wrong skills and trying to face the problem so be it in business be it personal the best is join something like toastmasters or i recommend toastmasters for obvious reasons that it has helped me you will find new skills in you 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 will find new avenues in you and you will find a set of friends who want to help you not financially but give you that moral support to be able to give that belief and believe in you so that you can make it happen that's how i seriously got engaged into toastmasters i am unable to get out of it for what it has done to me and for the lives that i have been able to impact in this journey thousands and thousands of people rural voices unlimited program that we embarked on to developing a curriculum and sharing it with toastmasters philosophy and values as uh, working with the us state department they did not know what to do with one of their programs called access english training and they were losing their alumni and then we found a model to work that happen and then when the then ambassador came and congratulated all of our toastmasters she said that there is a program that can be installed in 67 countries we did not know when we form the form this program put this program together that we can impact 67 countries just with one program that is uh, very inspiring and i think it uh, reminds me of uh, a very simple philosophy is that you're the average of five people that you hang out with it's the people that we surround ourselves with is how our mindset or heart set and as you said uh, the spiritual soul set gets impacted and uh, i could not agree any more with you as part of toastmasters being one of those organizations that can help provide the moral support uh, when you're going through challenging times uh, so that's really a great point because cal it's only in toastmasters that we don't ask what's your business we ask how can we help you you get into other organizations first thing they ask is for your business card and ask what you do we don't ask that we ask how can we help you that is uh, indeed uh, absolutely one of the hallmarks of toastmasters uh, nonprofit organizations uh, because it is out there to help people build their leadership and communication skills uh, that brings up another question i know that uh, you are fascinated by people in your life who's made a difference for you like you said that your parents made a big difference for you as well as the mentors along the way uh were there any specific people that you can uh, that you want to give a shout out to that has influenced you on your journey up until now it is my mother who taught me the people first philosophy watching her was a treat because she always did things last comforting the guest who came home and whenever she took me to the temple whenever she took me to her cinema theater when she see when she sees a friend she will help the friend first and then ourselves so that taught me the people first philosophy which i practice every day in life and then my father taught me the courage to face bad times and the courage to conquer uh, and so that we will we we can do anything that we want in life and it is possible moving on to life then will come these mentors if you pick the right mentors they will do a great deal of good for you they just uh, my mentors had really worked on me for my personal growth uh, 
and learning all those nuances of power, the power of mentoring, I also have been able to mentor some people in life, many hundreds, and some of them have really shined out in the world, both in business, speaking, leading, uh, some of them even in their spiritual lives by counseling and direct them, directing them to the right place to search for their soul's right purpose. Yes, and then for the benefit of the audience, uh, Mr. President uh, Balraj Arunachalam is also the president of the Ayappan Temple Management Board uh, back in Sri Lanka. Uh, taking the sometimes when we when we belong to when we belong to boards of our churches, when temples and in the spiritual beliefs that we belong to, we get into those organizations and forget who our customers are. And to all these people, people come in the morning of on Sundays to the mass or Friday to the temple or their spiritual beliefs on other other days that they believe in, uh, go in search of uh, solemn and silence. So we as members of those management boards need to provide that atmosphere for people to believe in them and search for that soul and do the right things in life. That is uh, very inspiring. Uh, the next question I have for you is, uh, we are very familiar with your accomplishments and uh, some of the things that you're up to with Toastmasters International. Uh, but what I'm really curious about is, what are your favorite hobbies and interests? Walking is my favorite hobby. I sometimes don't know how much I have walked. There was a day in California that I walked, and when I came back to my room, it was almost about 24 kilometers and my wife was telling, are you really crazy? I walk just aimlessly if I have the time. Practicing yoga is another hobby. Reading biography for biograph, uh, biographies of people who have made it there in leadership or leaders of countries have taught me a great deal of uh, leadership traits and, and to be able to pick up some right skills so that I can practice in my life too. And uh, I also would like, to, one of my greatest hobbies is also helping people, counseling people, helping people with their educational aspirations. So these are all my hobbies and uh, I have a problem with all these hobbies is I don't know how to say no. I'm learning. I will get there. Oh, that is great. Talking about books, uh, what books have you gifted or reread over the years? Any recommendations that you have for our audience? Uh, Robin Sharma's books, Monk Who Sold the Ferrari, to understand the philosophy of life. You can be always busy, 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 and don't find time for anything because you're not focused on yourself. And if you have to focus on yourself, you have to smell those roses. That's a great book that I read in my life. And then reading Abraham Lincoln's story and all these stories that I have read in their biographies have really changed my life. And that is so great. And we'll include all those in our show notes for the benefit of the audience. The next question I have for you is, uh, having traveled across different uh, districts uh, within the United States and uh, also uh, in Sri Lanka and India, and having experienced the uh, ebb and flow of life, my question to you is, at this point in your life, what's your definition of a successful life or a good life? The good life to me at this point in time is to be able to build whatever skills that you have 
and continue learning so that you can truly impact people around the world. When you have a leader of an organization that is in 141 countries, you have the power to impact life. And every column that I write, I'm very mindful of the 352,000 families that we impact, not just 352,000 members. My aspirations in life at this point in time is how much do you want to live? If you have everything that is comfortable for you to live, start working on helping people. That is so great. Very inspiring. And I, and just looking at your background, uh, you actually walk your talk because you talk about learning and constantly developing yourself. And you are currently enrolled in the master's degree for the Australian Institute of Business Administration. Is that correct? That's right. That is uh, fantastic. And uh, so the, I'm waiting to finish my journey and enrolled in some other degrees too. That's uh, that's incredible. And this is a lesson for all of us, folks, uh, that the learning never stops. You have to constantly keep on growing and learning and developing. And Toastmasters International does provide that platform because there's so many ways you can develop yourself, not only in terms of your communication skills, but also leadership skills. I just want to tell you, Cal, that uh, Toastmasters is a learning laboratory. If you can make your clubs into a learning laboratory, you will learn great deal of uh, skills and competencies from that program. And uh, Toastmasters is also a walking encyclopedia because if you have a problem with your spouse, we have a manual. If you have a problem with your boss, we have a manual. If you have a problem with your neighbors, we have a program. So that's the program's power that we lies within the Toastmasters library. And you also could turn this into a massage clinic for speeches. Not as much as your body needs massaging, our speeches need to be massaged. And in, in, if you play in the corporate domain, and if you are, if we are, if we have a club inside a company, we should entertain and invite those people who don't belong to us to be able to come to the club and make their presentation so that we can help them with those presentations so that they, when they go out and make those presentations, they can be proud Toastmasters help them. That is so inspiring. And uh, for the for the benefit of our listeners here, the international mission of Toastmasters uh, organization is that they empower individuals to become more effective communicators and leaders. And uh, that brings up another question uh, for me, uh, uh, Mr. Balraj uh, Runasalam, uh, is... If you had to go back in time, and this is a hypothetical situation, if you had to go back in time and talk to your young self, what advice would you give him? If my if if I'm if I go back to my young self and give advice to that young self, you have educational qualifications and all the accolades that we collect for collect from our academic period or period of life is something that we definitely have to enjoy and ensure that we do that. But after stepping out of that comfort zone or with all those successes comes life. Your life begins only after that. And look for organizations that will help you empower yourself, enable yourself and give you those skills that is necessary for you to lead and live your life because the life starts then and that's the next university that you need. That is why I say Toastmasters is a university of life. 
from joint rotary joint lions joint kiwanis but keep doing good as you grow up in life if you have can allocate a few moments in life just an half an hour an hour for also in the best interest of others please keep to the keep doing that because you will grow uh, immensely in that in from those experiences if i may go back to my young self and when i say tell my mother that i want to help that person she encouraged me when my father they gave a blind eye to all my leadership uh, abilities and leadership actions in my childhood and in my teen and teens and in my uh, after i joined business it is because of my father and mother that i am able to do these things because they gave me the correct values we pick up as if you go if i go back to my young self i picked up the right values from my father mother and from my aunts and uncles because they were the first people whom i met to imbibe those values in myself but then when you join the university of life which is after your education that's another beginning that you have to focus on as i said because that is when you can call yourself a whole rounded holistic individual that is so great and very inspiring and uh, we're going to shift gears here and i'm going to get into our next section which is we've received some questions from our audience and uh, we probably won't be able to get through all of them but uh, we'll try to get through as much as we can the first one is in your opinion what stops people from achieving their full potential because they don't they believe in themselves mm. and they don't quite focus on their life and on the purpose of life they don't set personal vision and travel through that journey and if you ask more and more people around the world and ask kel what do you want in life sometimes they're not sure what they want in life if you can set your personal vision and set your goals to achieve that vision and to always decide what you want in life and if you want anything in life set yourself to that no no harm in that but you must know how to travel there how to make that happen so that is what i would like you to set any any time in life have a personal vision there are visions that we may be able to realize and you can only there is only one person in this earth whom you can cheat and that is yourself mm. you know your potential you know your power you know what you want to achieve in life and see whether you are able to do that set your personal vision build your toolkit so that you can realize anything in life that is uh, beautiful Uh the next question is what was the best piece of advice you have received in life to live the life to your fullest mm to live the life to your fullest find time for everything and find time for people find time for yourself and find time for everything because life is just not alone or materialistic or as we may call it uh, not our bank balances life is about because this you have just one life to enjoy give back learn grow build self confidence and be the person you are meant to be that's a very very inspiring i like that it's it's living life on your own terms and living uh, up life to the fullest potential so that you can share your talents and your gifts with the world uh, that's beautiful 
Uh, I would be remiss if I don't ask uh, this next question, and that is about communication. What, in your opinion, is the art of creating an impactful speech or delivering a message or a good presentation? Or how should one go about preparing for the most important speech of their lives? What tips would you have uh, for somebody like that? First is reflections. What do you have in your heart that you want to share? And after listening to your speech, what will people know that they did not know before about yourself or before about the subject matter? If you can't answer that, then you have to take the time to answer that. Because if I came to you and be in this podcast and if I did not know what the outcome would be after this interview, I don't know whether I have done justice to the audience and the people who are listening to this podcast. So in communication, the most important thing is to understand the nuances of communication. There is, I, 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 you may have many more, but I have heard the most is about 34 aspects of a good speech. And all those things that are being included in what someone's speech in recent times, your, uh, the President Barack Obama and even Donald Trump, they have, they have done some remarkable speeches. They have had speech writers and speech coaches who have guided them through those speeches. So in your defining moments, if you want to think of your own speech to the world or speech to an audience or a piece of communication to your own company, you have to have absolute clarity in your thoughts, in your mind, and of what you want to share with the world. And then work backwards from there. Your speech will emerge. I recommend you putting a board on the wall and unloading your thoughts on that and giving that, giving your speech to that board first before you can script your speech. Because that is what you believe that you can, you want to share. And that's, there are different forms that will work for us, work for oneself in preparing a piece of communication or a message or a speech. Find that code. Strike that balance. And enjoy the journey because it is the journey that matters. It is not the destination. When you help a person, you're not helping one person. You're helping the world around him. So enjoy the journey. That is uh, excellent and very, very inspiring. And moving on to our next section, this is a rapid fire round. And this is where I'm going to ask you a bunch of quick questions. And it's the first response that comes to your mind. And these are all fun questions. And of course, if you want to elaborate on them, feel free to do so. But again, this is a rapid fire round. So, Mr. President, are you ready? I'm ready because okay. I know what I want to achieve. <laughs> That's great. So my first question to you is, what? who is your favorite music band? Uh, Gypsies from Sri Lanka. I've not been able to spend time in the last 15 years to a lot of music because of this crazy Toastmasters life. <laughs> The next question I have for you is, if you could have witnessed one event in history, what would that be? Uh, if I only watched Martin Luther King, that, uh, and if I was alive to see him give that speech, I would have honestly been so happy because I now only see the videos. Mm. The next question is, uh, what is the single most valuable thing you've learned in life? About myself. Mm. Who am I? And what, what is that I have to offer people and to myself so that I can empower my children? Because that 
is what I value in life. And because the impact that we create inside our houses can take you right up to the United Nations, because my second daughter who learned more about Toastmasters, she might not say that she's still a Toastmaster and she got everything from that, but she got everything from home because of Toastmasters and spoke at the UN General Assembly. These are the kind of impacts that we can create because we value ourselves. That is so great and very, very inspiring. And then the final uh, question within the rapid fire round, and that is, if you could have any message of your choice on a billboard, what would that be? Look at yourself, irrespective of the destination. Enjoy your journey of life. Find your universities, find your people, so that you can be proud of leaving a legacy that you may want to read after you are no more. Mm. That is very uh, thought-provoking and uh, absolutely inspiring there. Moving on to our last section of the interview, this is the wrap-up section, and I have the final three questions for you. The first one is, as the president of the Toastmasters International, what is your vision for the upcoming year? Any current personal business passion projects that you're working on as part of Toastmasters, and what are you looking forward to? All the 352,000 Toastmasters to become great communicators and great leaders. This program has much more to offer than, offer than you could imagine. And the current year, if you may want to focus on the launch of the Pathways program that we have built, the biggest ever project that we have undertaken in 94 years history. I want, to see, I want to see that a smooth transition and a completion of that. We are moving our headquarters from California to Denver, Colorado. So there is some major projects going on in this year, which hopefully will, by grace of God, be completed very well. But more importantly, to all those people in Toastmasters, I tell you, this program is much more than you could imagine. Take the true benefit of the program. Make all your 16,500 clubs as 16,500 learning laboratories so that you can serve your members because this is a learning laboratory. That's uh, so great. The next question is uh, three things you're grateful for in life today. My parents, my children and my family are my biggest asset to, for me being able to do what I am doing to the world. That is great. Uh, so I would like to acknowledge you, Mr. President, uh, for a few things. Uh, one being that... I forgot my wife as well. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to forget your wife. <laughs> yes, because if she ever listens, and she might come back hard on me. <laughs> so uh, I would like to acknowledge you, uh, Mr. President, for a few things. Uh, one, that you are the embodiment of leadership that what Toastmasters International defines as a leader. And we are so glad that you are helping us lead uh, the organization in the next upcoming year. And more, more so than all of that, it's your passion for continuously learning and developing yourself and helping other people grow and really become good communicators. That's something that I've noticed in your, uh, in your actions. If you want to grow, Cal, you have to give. It is not in the getting that you grow, it is in the giving that you grow in life. As much as in education, philanthropy, earning, 
being in the profit world, being in the non-profit world, it is in the giving that you grow. Absolutely. And then also, and finally, I also want to acknowledge you for taking on the challenge of moving away from the family traditional business that you were part of and then starting your own engineering company because that was like really the defining moment for you. And as a result of that, that brought out the leader in you and then becoming part of Toastmasters International uh, honed those abilities to the uh, to the highest levels. So we are so glad that you are leading our organization into the upcoming year and uh, and so delighted uh, to have uh, got to know you a little better. So my final question, and this is how we wrap up all our interviews, and this is why do you think people should listen to the wisdom of friends? Because friends is one one set of people who doesn't have any other motives other than your friend being a better person in life and doing well in life. So that is why wisdom of friends is important for one another because we are there as a family of friends helping one individual at a time and helping because we, our common objective is to grow together when you have good friends. I, that is why you saw in Vancouver my childhood friends who did not believe in me that I could lead an organization was there to see to believe it because they are my asset. Mm, that's so great. And thank you again uh, for your time and candid answers. I really appreciated our conversation. And uh, for those of us who are listening, with that, we'll wrap it up. And if you like what you heard, please share. And don't be shy. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom of Friends show with Cal Aras. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, theglobalcontribution.com. To your friends and colleagues, be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous episodes. This has been a Seven Symphonies production. Join us next time for another edition of the Wisdom of Friends.